you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Fuma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Fantasy freaks and geeks, what's up? We welcome you in to the NFL Fantasy Live podcast. James Coe here with you, joined alongside by the pride of West Virginia. We have Matt Harmon in the building. What's up? Oh, James, what's up, man? Star- Happy Star Wars Day. Happy Star Wars Day. Is that what today is? Well, is that is, what we're doing? We are doing Star Wars tonight. Okay. Um, are you coming? I am not coming. Well, of course, because you're a dad. I am. <laughs> you have a you have a you have a child to take care of. Actually. <laughs> Instead of Star Wars, I get to go and watch my daughter's winter concert. Oh, Damn, God. Dude, that sounds awesome. <laughs> like, I'm what jealous. Is that? What is that? Like a singing concert? <laughs> it's a singing concert nice. for a bunch of four-year-olds. Do we have preschool. to buy tickets to this? Can we yeah, skip gonna, Star Wars? Yeah. And see this <laughs> can, we, can, we go, can we go pregame and then go to uh, check this out? Um, I may pregame, but uh, you may pregame. <laughs> I may pregame. My wife will may not be happy with me, but we'll see. Uh, maybe. <laughs> Why are you drinking straight from that growler? Don't worry about it, babe. Here we go. <laughs> um, uh, we got the WizKid from Wisconsin, Alex Gellhart. What's up, man? Uh, not too much. That just reminded me of a time when uh, a friend's – I had a friend who – a friend of hers was in like a – local Torrance production like that. Yeah. It was just somebody wanted to put it on. They did a small theater. She's like, hey, you guys want to come and like support my friend and see this? We're like, yeah, all right. So we had got like dinner and had a drink beforehand. It was like four of us. And then uh, we were like, let's get some small liquor yeah. bottles and like some Cokes Perfect. just in case this thing just is a train wreck. And it was. So <laughs> it like ju- it like just started and we're like, oh, crap, crap, quick. Take that edge so off. We, hurry, we hurry. Made some, we made some like Jack and Cokes in this, the theater and then enjoyed the rest of the uh, local musical, it. which I actually, I really did love that night because it like brought me back to home, like seeing small town productions and stuff like that. I was like, this is kind of sweet. It was terrible, but it was oh, kind of sweet. I see. So you went to the Torrance Cinema. Ha! It was not cinema. It was uh, a live theater uh, production. Oh, Whatever. It doesn't matter. Joke still hit. <laughs> Clearly, there was no riffraff there. I'm though. going to the cinema tonight. Good. As, as I. I hate you, franchise. <laughs> franchise. Matt Franciscovich. What's up, man? Uh, you know, doing well. Okay. Doing well. Had All our right. little uh, holiday party the other night. Yeah. Oh, man. Had some fun times. Yeah. The guys, food, the food was outrageously delicious. Did you guys go big? Holy hell, food was so good. We yeah. went big. Uh, the okay, food yeah. was good. The booze was good. They were just like as you walked in the door. Yeah. There's just a tray of old fashions waiting for you, and I said, "Holy oh, I hell, don't, I don't mind if I do." The best story though <laughs> was they were giving like the oh, old, yeah. like obviously <laughs> so funny. You have to day. have you have to have like drink tickets to 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 get drinks, right? Yeah. Uh, unless you pay, everyone gets two drink tickets, and you get two drink tickets yes. unless you're acquire unless you acquire more because you're savvy. Yeah, uh, it's kind of like a there are some de- there are some deals going around. Yeah, there's yeah. there's some deals. Okay. Cut some cut some deals. By the way, we're gonna have to have a few people come onto the podcast today. Okay, good. I, no, but anyways, okay, I see. Uh, so, but the the old fashions were like their craft cocktail the night that they were giving away for free. So. Um, those did not cost drink tickets, so I got the one as I came in, and then Franchise and I go up to the bar, uh, and I'm like, yeah, I'll take uh, one of the maple old fashions, because she gave it to me, just whatever, and then Franchise goes up and orders one, and she goes, that's going to cost you a drink ticket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they had she just ran like, out. She was like, we are only allotted uh, 400 free ones, and... 
and your buddy just cost, took yeah so Un- I unbelievable like, like i was <laughs> like well i'm not i'm just gonna get like a whiskey then like i'm gonna get the expensive stuff if i'm using the drink ticket that was and hilarious. then i walked over to harman and it was like you got the last one man you may i had to use a ticket wow i'm so uh, I'm very happy. I was upset. It yeah. was hilarious. I was attacked. Franchise was so bent uh, after that. I attacked by the establishment. I hear that. <laughs> I hear that. Wow. Uh, got a great show in front of us here today. We're going to talk all things quarterbacks, man. A lot of quarterback questions out there. Um, my theory is that all these casual players are, are coming back and figuring out that they're in the playoffs now, and uh, they actually care. <laughs> oh, I'm in the playoffs. Whoa. That's definitely part of it. <laughs> But we'll get to a lot of questions at the quarterback position. We'll give you some sleeper quarterbacks. We'll tell you about some big-name players that could bust out uh, this week as well. And then we'll get to most damn games. Really doesn't have the same ring. Uh, Well, I mean, I try to sell it there. I try to sell it there. I'm just saying. Okay. Uh, Let's start your show, as we always do, with your top fantasy headlines. News. News, news. I like turtles. Okay, here we go. Uh, Packers privilege. Is back. Yes. Because Aaron Rodgers is back. He is expected to play Sunday versus Carolina. How high on the quarterback rankings do you gentlemen have Aaron Rodgers? Basically, is he a top 10 quarterback? Um, I, I feel as if that question, a lot of folks might be like, oh, well, that's ridiculous. But, I mean, keep in mind. Keep in mind. Carolina, good defense. Um, and he hasn't himself played in a long time. Yeah. So uh, there's a lot of question marks Seven weeks. Uh, regarding Aaron Rodgers and, and where he should be um, in relation to some of your other starting quarterbacks as well. Carolina's given up the second most fantasy points per game to quarterbacks over the last four weeks, although they are still considered to have a pretty good defense. Matt Armin, we'll start with you. Uh, where do you have Aaron Rodgers? What are you doing with him? Man, really conflicted because I actually I have Rodgers in a league in which I'm in the playoffs, and it is uh, – I, I don't I don't know because I also have Dak Prescott, so that's like my straight-up debate. And I think there's a lot of really good debates about Rodgers or this guy because, yeah, it's, it's one – like I know this is the provi- – like start your studs Twitter is – out here for playoff games like it's the playoffs you start your studs whatever and well, what about if you have multiple studs though? right that's the problem or or even not even just multiple studs like a stud and a viable option and it's one thing when you have a stud but you have a stud with a question mark with like with rogers because i don't really typically like to just jump right back into into i was gonna say jump right back into bed with these guys that are, uh, well weird uh jump right back in with these guys that are coming off like multiple week in like multiple Injuries, yeah. long layoffs right uh, and, you know, Rodgers, we don't know what he's going to look like. We don't know what the game plan is going to look like. It's not a great matchup. It is on the road. There's a lot of questions to ask. Um, I think I might go down with the Dak ship because he's in Oakland, so that's, like, my perspective on that. That's pretty good. I but I, but my, my mind might change on that by Sunday. But I think it's definitely worth a debate, and there's a threshold, and I think maybe we can decide what that threshold is of, like, quarterbacks to cut off and just play Rodgers. Yeah. Gil. Right. I, uh, I, when I just – before we even knew he was coming back, I threw him in my rankings at, like, 13, and I'd probably push him up a few just thinking about it because Carolina, since their Week 11 bye, has allowed an average of 285 uh, passing yards per game and two touchdowns per game. So they've had a couple quarterbacks get get over on them fantasy wise, and the thing with Rodgers too is, well, I mean, one, yeah, I'm with you, Harmon. Like bringing back players after prolonged absences is always weird, but this is not every player. It's Aaron Rodgers, and two, he's already done this before. Mm-hmm. Granted, it was the other side of his collarbone, but in that game when he came back in 2013, he threw okay. for 318 yards, two touchdowns, and two picks. Oh, so not a, not a terrible game okay. uh, by any stretch, yeah. uh, and. He's got he's got a great bevy of weapons. It's Rodgers. He uh, apparently all the reports are he looks incredible in practice and stuff. So I I think there are certainly quarterbacks you should start over him, but if you lost yeah. Carson Wentz and Rodgers was sitting there on the waiver wire or you stashed him and you know, you have somebody that's in a in a dicier matchup, I think it's okay to go with him cuz we also know like his ceiling is QB1 yeah. on sure. the week, no doubt. Franchise right. So I was talking about this before we started recording. It's uh, for me, it's a situation if like if you've been rolling with a guy like Philip Rivers or Big Ben, who've been hot and then have kind of gotten you to this point, okay. and, you know, have decent matchups this week. I say stick with those guys. Interesting. Um, I have Rodgers as my QB eight right now, so I have him in the top ten. Uh, but it's also a question of like you know, it's 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 a so-so matchup. He's coming off this long layoff. You don't know. He could get. He could take one hit and be out. Be out. There's a little bit of a risk there. Um, I don't think the Packers would 
put him in that situation if they thought let's there say was he's an not, outcome <clears throat> like that. See, but. I'm thinking even let's say he's not out, but he takes a big shot. Yeah. And and he has to be on the sideline for a prolonged time just to get checked out, yeah. just to make sure there's not a serious injury there. Right, That's right. kind of what I'd that be worried about. takes away some playing time. Sure. And, and it's really like, okay, what – like, yes, QB1 is in his range of outcomes for his ceiling, but okay. really what is his ceiling this week? Like, he's not going to get you 35 points. You know, I think a guy like Russell Wilson or Phillip Rivers – or B- Big Ben even, you know, against uh, New England has that kind of potential this week. Okay. I think Rodgers, after a long layoff, he'll get you 15, 16, 17 points. All right, very so. quickly, let's go around the horn. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw out some big names out there. Yeah, let's okay. do that. Cam versus Green Bay, so same game. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Rodgers or Cam Newton? I'm starting Cam. Cam for me. Rodgers. Ooh. Big Ben versus New England. Ben. 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 Everyone loves Ben. Yeah. Uh, Matt Stafford versus Chicago. Rogers. 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 Blake Bortles versus Houston. I think Stafford is the <laughs> Stafford's the cutoff. Rogers. I'm doing Rogers, but I don't yeah. have Bortles that far behind Rogers. Is that game. right? Interesting. I was just adjusting my rankings right now, and I slid Rogers up to nine, and I have Bortles at eleven. Oh man. Mm. Okay. So I, yeah. what about Keenum or Rogers? I see. I have Keenum Rogers. at nine and Rogers at eight. So I just put Rogers at nine and Keenum at ten. So, none, <laughs> but just to clarify, none of you guys ha- actually have him as a top five play. This Correct. Okay. No. No. All right. No. That's a good clarification. Yes. Quarterbacks like I would think Brady, Rivers, Roethlisberger, Wilson, ben. Prescott, and um, Big yeah, Ben, Ben and Matt Ryan. Mm. Like I said, like if you've been streaming the last so few bottom weeks, half of the top ten, really. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If All you've right. been streaming the last few weeks and gotten by with like a Jameis Winston here right. or uh, Jake Brisket, you know, yeah, yeah, then or you like a, a Deshaun Kaiser one week, like you're gonna you're gonna throw Rodgers in there. Oh, if sure. you've been rolling with one of these guys have been hot, just keep rolling Studs. with them. That's because yeah. I mean, you know, they they've been on the field every week. Rodgers coming the, back from this layoff. The Kirk Cousins, Jared Goff, or if you picked up Nick Foles or whatever, like that that range, definitely Rodgers over them. Okay. All right. Very good. I, I see. I I thought maybe somebody might be a little higher. Fab, Fabs has him at, at three. Because right see, that's now. what I'm saying. I think, and and I tell you what, I think a lot of casual players too would would have him very very high up there. But I, jeez, I, I don't know where the hell. Just some of those other quarterbacks are in such great matchups though, like right. yeah. Rivers versus KC. You know yes, I mean? please. Yeah. Tom Brady against the Steelers defense that just let Flacco throw for almost yeah. 300 yards against them. Yeah. Hell yeah! Like Russell Wilson, just in general, yes. Sure. So yeah. it's it's tough to to try and push him into that top five. Yeah, I hear And you. Dak against Oakland, like. Get out of here. Yeah. Those are, those are <laughs> yeah. such great matchups. Right. Very good point. I All think right. it's just good to go through the exercise of having the conversation. No Even doubt. If, if this is, and this is your decision if you have Rodgers. Like, this is a this is a good thing. To, this is what you should be doing. You shouldn't yeah. just be like, this guy, name, blah, blah, blah. Like, that's not the way to do it. I, I also feel as if, you know, this conversation is, is happening with everyone who has Rodgers. And, and I don't think there's a wrong answer here. I, yeah. I really honestly feel like, you know, if you, even if you had a Dak Prescott versus Oakland, great matchup, or, or Big Ben versus New England, great matchup. If you decided to go Aaron Rodgers, I, I can't blame you. Hard yeah, to kill yourself. Right. I can't blame him. Right. You know what I mean? Um, all right, we're going to play a game of quarterback carousel in just a moment as well. We're going to give you some blessed quarterbacks and some sleeper quarterbacks uh, for you this week. All right, Kyle Rudolph, walking boot, ankle injury, Vikes at home versus Cincinnati. Um, not great. Obviously, you got to keep an eye on that injury. Joe Mixon still in concussion protocol. Gio Bernard also missed practice time with a knee injury, but – it doesn't sound that serious. Um, some speculating that it is more a maintenance day. I think Wednesday, for especially Gio for veterans, Bernard. is typically that maintenance day where those guys, where if it's not terribly serious, they'll do more like therapy stuff yeah. instead of getting out on the field. Might get a limited practice in Thursday. Might exactly. get a full practice in Friday, and then we're off and running. But again, just something to keep in mind there. Mixon apparently returned to practice today, but oh, it doesn't. It doesn't mean he was uh, cleared of concussion protocol. I tell you so, what, if he yeah. did practice today, though, he's in good shape. I mean, he, yeah, he needs it's a, a clear positive con- sign. He needs to clear concussion protocol by Sunday. I mean, it's not it's not right. a situation where he yeah. needs to clear by Friday or Saturday. It, it's as long as he's done but it, and, and cleared by Sunday, he should be good to go. Real yeah. quick, what do we think about this backfield though? Because I feel like if Mixon comes back, we he's an okay like volume flex, but Geo should ride the pine. Gio yeah, I mean, had Gio's, a good been, game. Gio's been had two good games in relief, but like 
pre leading up to this, this, this team had been trying to like just saddle one guy with the touches. It was mostly mixing. I feel not working. No, for the most part. I just feel like it's I don't know. It's a it's a weird thing for me because I don't know when I watch them play. They're on the road against Minnesota, which is dicey Ooh. too. Yeah, not a great matchup. I want no piece of that. But yeah, uh, Jonathan Seward just tore them up. So. <laughs> <laughs> tore them up in huge air quotes. Right. Three touchdowns, man. Craziness. I don't get it. Um, no, I, I want no piece of that backfield, man. Against Minnesota, forget it. Uh, I think they're, they'll try to mix them in 50-50, mix in, in Bernard. I, I was just going to say, I, it's weird. You know, having watched Gio all year, I just felt like he was the back with the most juice all year. But they didn't want to go to him because, you know, for whatever reason, I, maybe they just view him as a, as a third down option. But yeah. I just felt like he really had a, a good year this year. But – yeah. You know, whatever. They want to get Joe Mixon involved, so there you go. Uh, Amir Abdullah, neck, expected back this week on Saturday. On Saturday. Right. At home versus Chicago. Uh, what are you guys doing in this Detroit backfield? <laughs> Same not, thing, been doing nothing. all year. Nothing. Do nothing, not nothing, want. Nothing, yeah. nothing, maybe, maybe flex Theo Riddick in a PPR. Well, league. if yeah. Riddick is – if Abdullah's out, then Riddick is – Good to go, I yeah. think. Then they've seemed to want to just lean on him as kind of their feature back and kind of embrace what they are, which is a team that, that really can't run the ball. So yeah. I think in that case, you can if Abdullah is out, then you can roll Riddick out there. But if not, then he just becomes like a real yeah, if, low appeal If Abdullah flex. comes back, I want no part of this. And Theo so, Riddick either, because, I mean, a, a lot of people have questions about Theo Riddick because he just scored two touchdowns, right. whatever it might be. But I'm of I'm of the mindset too that if if Mick, if uh, Amir Abdullah is back, I, I don't want either one of well, here's, Amir or it's Dale. it all becomes workload concerns because Riddick's averaged 15 touches uh, over his last two games, but he had hit double digit touches just twice in the 11 games prior with Abdullah there. Yeah, man, I just so if you're try, if you're in the fantasy playoffs and Abdullah's back and Theo Riddick's going to give you seven to nine touches. Mm. That's real thin. That's yeah. that. That's a razor thin margin for error. You need him to get into the end zone yeah. to help you win. That's what I'm saying. Um, and remember, Saturday games. We yes. got some Saturday games. Don't set, to set your, your lineups. lineups. Set your lineups. Bears, Lions, Chargers, Chiefs. So there's certainly a lot of fantasy relevant players that play on Saturday. Yep. Set your lineups. Yep. <laughs> All right, Zach Ertz, the tight end for Philadelphia. Clear the concussion protocol. He is expected back on the road versus the New York Giants. He has been so spectacular. It's been a great – it's such a great matchup. Yep. And yet there's Nick Foles. Yep. Do we trust Zach Ertz – Semi-final game. Well, I guess for some people it could be quarterfinal. But deep into your fantasy playoffs now. Absolutely. Zach Ertz. Absolutely. I think you have to. Tight end is such a mess. Also, like, I mean, we can talk about Nick Foles more when we get to that game uh, if it's on the schedule. Obviously, I haven't looked at the rundown. Um, (laughs) 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 But uh, we'll also preview that game on NFL Pick'em Saturday. Yes, that's true. Uh, the times change for that show, I think. Tune in. Yeah. Anyway, it's on a, twice, I think, because well, there's games Saturday. Right. Oh, stupid Super Bowl games in the boxing us out. Yeah. <laughs> but we can talk about it more, but more when we get there. But like, I'm not that worried about the fact that Nick Foles is under center. But we'll figure it out. All right. There you go. Um, Tyrod Taylor back at practice, getting starter reps. Hooray! It is the Bills yeah. at home versus Miami. All right, that leads us right into our quarterback carousel. Um, there have been so many quarterback question marks on my timeline, and I get it. Yeah. <clears throat> quarterback is the cornerstone, um, or it can be one of the cornerstones, certainly, of your fa- of your fantasy roster. And, and I tell you what, if you get single digits from your quarterback in the fantasy playoffs, it's night-night. You know what I mean? So, um, <laughs> Tom Brady, man, he's not, been Not a- true. I beat franchise with Kirk Cousins scoring single digits. Is that right? Week. Yes. Very sad. Wow. My lineup was terrible. Oh, I see. Yeah, unfortunately, Steven Anderson did not save you. Don't. Nor did Tyon Green. I think it's Tion. Tion. Whatever. Whatever. Irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> Tyrion Green. Tyrion he's Green. dead to franchise now. Um, Tom Brady, he's been a disappointment for two weeks in a row. Uh, he's taken on Pittsburgh. I'll ask you this. Do you trust him now? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time. Yeah. I yep. mean, and Pittsburgh's been bleeding up yards uh, through the air as well, they which have. has been a bit of a surprise because, you know, for the first – I'd say 10 weeks of the season they were great. Yeah. Well, they lost Joe Hayden, who's – I believe he's practicing this week. Okay. Coming off a broken leg. I don't know if he's going to start. I can't Shit. imagine he comes back. There's uh, no way. Uh, but since he's been out and Ryan Chazier's out now, like, they're the, – the Steelers' defense is not what it was earlier in the season. All right. For sure. Yeah, not to mention, like, 
the Patriots have such a good history against the Steelers. They yeah. always attack that defense really well. It's just a, the way that their defense plays that zone blitz style situation is just such a poor fit for what New England does really well. So I expect Brady to smash Since here. our research team gave us a stat, I believe it was since 2007 against the Steelers, Tom Brady's including playoffs has thrown 22 touchdowns and zero interceptions. Oh, uh, some 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 wizards uh, in uh, some sandy areas project this game to be the highest scoring of the week. Hawaii. Hawaii. Yes. <laughs> yeah, well, it's funny because you look on the other side, then Big Ben is taking on a New England Patriots defense. Yes. That just gave up big yardage, big touchdown uh, totals to Jay Cutler. <laughs> Yep. Whoa. <laughs> and again, it's one of those situations where New England was just god awful in the first half of the season, and then we saw better defense um, really over the last month. If you take away the Miami game, but um, again, I, I, Big Ben at home uh, taking on a, a suspect defense, I, I could see this one being pretty high school. Yeah, for it sure. Should be. Yeah, I think both both be. QBs should be in play this week for for fantasy managers. Are you? I mean, I want to get all my assets out there, right? For for both. Uh, yeah. New England and uh, Pittsburgh, but it should be a good one, man. I'm, I'm looking and, forward to and it. And Gronk's coming back. That's big. Ooh, that's a big one, too. Uh, Carson Wentz down and out. It's Nick Foles starting versus the New York football Giants, who have the worst FPA versus quarterbacks on the season. Is Nick Foles a legitimate streamer option? Alan. I think I think so. Yes. I mean, I low would end, low, low end. lower end. There's some other. I would rather have like Jimmy G or Blake Bortles than him. Uh, but I certainly think in deeper leagues, if you lost Carson Wentz and like he was the best option on the waiver wire, it's definitely a fine stopgap guy. Uh, the Giants no longer have Janoris Jenkins. They're tied for the league lead in touchdowns allowed to quarterbacks with 26 passing touchdowns allowed. Uh, it's just it's an all around solid matchup, and this Eagles team is good. Foles knows Peterson's system. He's a veteran. Like he should. He's not going to light up the scoreboard for you. I can't imagine. You know, he's not. I mean, he's not going to throw seven touchdowns in a game again. But he's he could provide reasonable production. But did it happen? It happened. Oh, Fair it did. Right. Weird. Oddly, yeah. So I broke down numbers. the difference between these two quarterbacks in the next gen stats preview this week, which nice. is getting a facelift this this week. It's no longer just like three matchups. I'm looking at like one from pretty much every game. Nice. Um, so it's but it a little more condensed in each I would individual. Hope so. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Uh, but so the diff the real big difference between these two quarterbacks is that obviously Carson Wentz, like if you just watch him, like how many plays he makes on his own that really bears out in the numbers that he throws over 11 percent of his passes the last two years outside the tackle box whereas Foles is just 5.8 percent so like that improvisational you know the, the big plays I don't think are going to be there as much but Foles goes vertical just like Wentz does they have almost an identical 9.2 9.1 average air yards per attempt so I think he could still hit that hit this Giants defense for big plays the Giants give up 123.3 passer rating on deep passes, which is second worst in the NFL this year. So no Drew Norris Jenkins. I think Alshon Jeffrey still a viable option oh, here yeah. uh, in fantasy as well. Oh, you know what we did not hit? Jordy Nelson. What are you guys doing with Jordy? Oh, I'm starting. Oh, he's back. He's He's got to be in your lineup. He's bike. Yeah, it seems 100%. To, like, uh, you're right. Uh, you're right. But it seems too easy, doesn't it? Doesn't it just seem? He was the wide receiver five when Rodgers went down. They have a mind meld. They have like they have like one of the best mind. I mean, it's a stupid thing to say. It's not hashtag analysis, but like when Rodgers is in dire situations, he goes to Nelson. No, I know. And he's he's his favorite target in the red zone. I I think I'm I'm starting him. And he Rodgers said already this week. He's like, I want to get. I know 87 still got some juice left. I want to get him back involved. That's not. He's already he's already throwing coal into the hype (laughs) to Jordy Nelson hype train fire. It's so hard for me to get him in my lineup, man. I've been I've been stashing Jordy Nelson forever. Just just be, he's just been back on in, on my bench. Just he's just been sitting there, just chilling. Yeah, yeah. And I got him in my starting lineup, and I don't know how to feel about Fire it. Fire him up, man. I Doing just, it. It's hard. It's hard. I mean, after it's been it's been what a month. You know what I mean? It's just it feels yeah. it. He's feels, done nothing feels forever. Too easy. It feels too easy to be like Rogers back. Throw him right back in he there. Got, he it's got probably humbled. true. It's probably correct, but still. It, I mean, they have – those two have incredible game splits I, I when they play together. I, I mean, it's I like know. Jordy Nelson averages like a full – a touchdown a game Listen, when Rodgers is in the lineup. The, fact, the facts are on your side. <laughs> but as we know, facts don't really matter anymore. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there you go. Uh, can you play Kirk Cousins versus Arizona, uh, given the fact that Kirk Cousins has just been 
This is a really good debate. Bad. Because we were discussing this before we came up here. So the O-line has been decimated for uh, Washington. Uh, he scored nine points last week in standard scoring leagues. Again, we're in a do-or-die situation. It's the playoffs. I, what do you do with Kirk well, Cousins versus Arizona? Well, I have him uh, listed as my bust here for the quarterback. So, look, he, he's a 5-4 to four touchdown to interception ratio the last three weeks. His highest game fantasy point game was 16 points against so the – So five touchdowns the last three weeks. Yeah, that's not good. Not four, four picks. Oh yeah, and uh, his highest game was 16 points against the Giants. I Ooh. believe that was that Thanksgiving game. Like that's a great matchup, and he couldn't produce there. Uh, Arizona's allowed the eighth fewest fantasy points per game to quarterbacks the last four weeks. Not a great matchup. Uh, the the wide receivers are unreliable. The run game is stalled out lately. Like you said, the offensive line is a mess. Mess. I I do not like Kirk Cousins yeah. this week. I mean, he has he lost a fumble too, so he has five touchdowns and five, five turnovers, turnovers in yeah. the last three weeks. He's right. been sacked a bunch. Um, I'm just and his his fantasy points have dropped in five straight weeks too because the, I just think inju- it's one of those cases where the injuries are just mounting too mm-hmm. much and he can't overcome it. Mm-hmm. And then you look at this game on a more uh, fine tuned like matchup perspective, like. Uh, Patrick Peterson is probably going to erase Josh Doxson. Yep. And then there's Jameson Crowder in the slot. But Tyron Matthews has been playing better of late. Uh, and I'm concerned about Kirk being able to stay up in the backfield. They have a great run defense. They cover tight ends pretty well. I just like I'm, I I look at it and I'm like, where? how is he going to score points? Yeah. Well, you and have that's, a- that's my big debate. Yeah, this is another quarter- quarterback debate I have in, a play- in the Fantasy Live League playoffs. Yeah. I have him. Um, and I picked up Jimmy Garoppolo this week to to tilt over that for the next you know few days. Oh, um, <laughs> I, I don't know. It's not a great spot for Cousins, like you said. Uh, they've allowed 128, 213, 139 passing yards the last three games. Of course, the quarterbacks they face there are Blake Bortles, uh, Jared Goff, and Marcus Mariota. So I think mm. it, it is worth noting who they've played lately, because um, this was a secondary that for a long time we were. A we were attacking. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, because of just the way their cornerbacks are easy, or they're deployed in ways that you can avoid their best one. But even Tremont Williams, like he's been playing he's better, been playing well. And Tyron Tyron Matthews starting to look like the guy yeah. of old. Earlier yeah. in the season, he was like just looked a little slow, a little yeah. off. But watching those games the last few weeks, he's been all of a sudden you're with 32. I've just seen him pop up, making a lot yep. more plays, breaking up passes, big tackles. So I'm just, I just think like. Last week, I thought even in a bad game script against a great defense, I was like, Kirk could like, you know, he should at least get you a decent floor, and that fell out. And I was just now, I'm just, I'm too concerned in the fantasy playoffs. And the, the Cardinals too, like their offense is to the point where they're not gonna. I don't think they're gonna rack up big yardage, big, big point totals on Washington, and then right. force Washington to chase them or anything no. like that. So this game could be really low scoring. Yeah, I could, I could see the. Yeah, I think, the, I think just the floor and ceiling debate when you look at it, like Cousins definitely has. A pretty, a pretty frightening floor with the way things have gone lately, and I just don't think he has a really great ceiling. So, you know, take that into consideration when you're deciding whether to play him. I, I think I'm going to go with Garoppolo over him this week. Oh, I, hey! I would. I crazy. honestly would. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't think it's that crazy. Garoppolo has been pretty good. Garoppolo has been. I mean, he's my sleeper quarterback. In he's this, been so good. We can, we can talk about him later. But and I yeah, feel sure. like he's probably got a touchdown positive regression coming his way too with how how well he's played he's only what thrown one touchdown in the last two yeah. weeks despite yes. all those attempts uh-huh. and all those yardage like yep. Yep. this could be a this big could, this could just be a blow-up game for him right. i mean blow up in that he gets like two or three touchdowns and a couple hundred yards yeah uh give me some projections here for jared goff on the road versus seattle so he's up in the clink up in the pacific northwest jared goff who has been a cornerstone piece for a lot of fantasy teams yeah. this season uh, we'll start with you, Matt Harmon. Some projections for Jared Goff. I mean, I guess that he's been a cornerstone, but like he's been a real just like floor play, if that. Like he's been, I think he's been a top twelve quarterback only five times this year. That is Jared Goff. So he's not somebody that I'm desperately trying to play. Um, and I noted this in the NGS column. Like he's Goff has been awesome throwing over the middle this year. I think he has the NFL's best passer rating when throwing over the middle. But his worst game was against the Seahawks with yep. a sixty point eight passer rating. Mm. Over the middle of the field. Of course, it's worth noting, like, obviously they have a lot more injuries now. That is the Seattle Cooper Seahawks. Cup dropped trend. a touchdown in that last game, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Can't forget. That, I think oh, it was like was a 20. It was like the, the last play. Game. It was like a 20 or 30 yard touchdown. Was, that yeah. would have been, 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 been a big the, swing. Well, I think that would have. Wouldn't that have won? That would have won. It would have the won game. them the game. Yeah, yeah. it would have been, been huge. Uh, but so I, I don't know. I'm not. Golf is not somebody that I'm like dying to play this this week. Mm. No, I think he's a fine play though, especially because uh, it doesn't sound like Bobby Wagner is going to get cleared, and it doesn't sound like KJ Wright's going to play either. Ooh. And those are two big 
big losses. And the last couple weeks, you know, last several weeks, we've seen quarterbacks do well even in Seattle. Carson Wentz had a pretty good game against them. Matt Ryan had a pretty good game against them. And then uh, last week, oh, my God, I just blanked. Oh, Blake Bortles, like 268 and two touchdowns against them. So I think there are cracks. It's a case where he's solid, but I just don't – I don't think he's going to be a week-winning guy for you. Okay? Yeah, yeah, I think solid floor play. Very good. All right, let's get to bust quarterbacks, shall we? Give me a bust, big-name bust quarterback, Matt Harmon. Uh, mine's Drew Brees. Uh, I know, like, Drew Brees at home, blah, blah, blah. Real scary to think about not playing Brees in the in – the f- second round of the fantasy playoffs but I think this could easily be one of those games you know where we saw in the middle of the season like late October early November where uh, against Chicago he had 28 pass attempts 299 yards no touchdowns against Tampa Bay 27 attempts 263 yards two touchdowns and then that Buffalo game 25 passes 184 yards no touchdowns I think this could easily be that kind of game because I expect them to really I expect the Saints to really roll over the Jets they are they have like the biggest favorite they're favored the most yeah. this week. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, as they should be. They should be heavy home favorites, which means they're going to be in a run-heavy game script. Uh, Ingram should smash. Kamara it looks like he's going to get cleared to play out of yeah. the concussion protocol. So, those two guys should be back and they're dialed in. Um, and I think Breeze could easily fall under that 30 attempt mark. And in that situation, you're really banking on, on touchdowns and a big play here or there. Uh, so, I think he's just much riskier than you would normally assume of a Drew Breeze team playing. At home versus the Jets. I agree. Right. All right. On on the surface, it's like, yeah, he's playing the Jets. Like that should be that should be great. Done and done. Uh, but I, I think they did say on Living the Stream that the Jets have given up the most schedule adjusted fantasy points to quarterbacks. Oh yeah, too. yeah. I mean, they've been bad. Like they're not a they're not a good secondary, and I mean, they're really a better run defense. But I mean, if, if the Saints are winning the game, uh, it just could be a situation like uh, like we've seen this play out with Breeze before this year. Mm-hmm. All right, there I'm you scared. go. Uh, Matt Franchise, you told us the reasons why you think Kirk Cousins could be a bust. We've talked about that. Yep. Uh, Alex Gilhar, give me a bust quarterback. Um, I know, like we've been, we've gotten good Alex Smith back a little bit in a recent bit. weeks, and sure. like last week he had uh, a solid game and he got touchdowns called back, so that's why he finishes the QB twenty-one. Uh, but even at home, going against this Chargers defense, I don't think there's any way in hell you can start Alex nope. Smith this week. No way. No way. No, no, not no, against no. the Chargers. I mean, they're at home. Uh, they found a little bit of juice. Nope. Yeah. Not doing it. I hear you. He didn't even have a – he had, like, an okay game against the Chargers earlier in the year when they were not playing this well. Yeah, they're playing good. And I just – I have serious, serious concerns. You'd get you, – we're going to get, like, a 220-yard, one touchdown, two interception game out of Alex, and he's going to give you 12 points, and you're going to lose in the playoffs. The, the weird thing about it, too, is that it, it feels like – and I haven't checked the numbers here, but it, it feels as if even when KC is forced to chase – it's not as if Alex Smith is forced to throw for a lot of touchdowns. You know what I mean? They'll still, when they get to the goal line, they'll still try to run it in. They'll still try to do different things. Um, and it's not, even when they get down big or even when they're in a shootout, it just doesn't feel like Al- that. those are the spots where Alex Smith is going to smash. So I, I, I hear that, man, because I think, I think the Chargers will put up a big number. And I wonder if KC will be forced to put up um, – at least in the second half, try to chase that down a little bit. But. And the trouble is, too, like, if they're forced into a pass-heavy game script, the Chargers have, like, the best pass rush in the league. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. If, if Smith and is one dropping, of the best corners. If Smith is dropping back there a lot and nobody's open, just yeah. good night, sweet prince. All right, there you go. All right, let's get to sleeper quarterbacks. We gave you some big-name bust players. Let's talk about some uh, underutilized, maybe not big-name players that could pop up this week. We'll start with you, Matt Harmon. Yeah, mine is mine is Jimmy Garoppolo. Or, Jimmy G. Or should I – my pal Jimmy uh, this week in the Fantasy Live nice. uh, playoff uh, game. So really, really excited about that. You know, he's playing against the Tennessee Titans who have been an up-and-down and mostly down passing defense. They gave up a big game to the Houston Texans and, and their uh, myriad of quarterbacks, Ooh. as they say. Uh Gelhar mentioned it that Garoppolo has thrown just one touchdown over his two starts, uh, but he has thrown 37 and 33 passes. He's gone for 293 yards and, and then 334 yards in those two starts. Like there should definitely be more touchdown production than there has been. But he's been awesome. I mean, he's a, he averaged t- over 10 yards per attempt 
in that's in that game against the uh, the Houston Texans last week. So he really came through as like a streamer in that matchup, and I think he can again this week. I mean, the weapons have elevated with Garoppolo. I think we've all been really impressed with him. Uh, he actually has he's only thrown 15% of his passes into tight windows, but he has the NFL's best pass rating. The only one that's over even he's over like a hundred, but he's the only one even over 90 hmm. thrown into tight windows right now. So he's, it's kind of amazing because he's throwing to like. I don't mean this to be, but like very small receivers. Yeah, like yeah. His top Trent two Taylor targets are Trent Taylor and Marquise Goodwin. It's That's not right. like he's totally. got an Alshon Jeffrey or a Josh Doxson yeah, with the a fact freakish he's like a, wingspan. 109 passer rating on those throws is really It's like he's impressive. throwing a me and franchise out there. <laughs> couple of, <laughs> couple of little, little guys. Yeah, it's pretty uh, but He's been good, man. You guys are awesome despite your height, just like that, those Oh, guys. thank yeah. you. Oh, thank wow. you. Despite. Okay. Interesting. I don't want to incur a violation. I feel it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Matt Franchise, what do you got as a sleeper quarterback? My sleeper, sleeper. Is, is Joe Flacco. No, it's not. It's yes. an elite call as a sleeper, TH. Yes. Dude, Flacco's so cooking. Look, he has exactly 269 pass yards in each of his last two games. Pretty okay. nice. nice. Four to one touchdown interception ratio. Uh, and those performances have netted him 18.66 and 16.76 fantasy points in the last oh, two man. games. So that's a decent floor oh, for a guy who was – Absolutely the worst quarterback in the league for most of the first part of the season. <laughs> That's right. And Not I even think close. <laughs> some of his Flacco's success cor- can correlate with Alex Collins' success. I That's think true. him, you know, being more balanced in that run game has kind of opened up this offense a little bit. He's only been sacked, I think, two times in the last three games, uh, which is uh, crazy. I think it's the fewest uh, in a three-game span since, like, 2015, according to our research team. Uh, he's had a 97 passer rating in the last two weeks. And now he's facing Cleveland Browns defense that's tied for the most touchdown passes allowed, 26. Interesting. Two quarterbacks in all of football. And they only have six interceptions all season. So I'm not saying expect like a crazy ceiling, but if you need 15, 16, 17 points to get you through the playoffs, yeah. Flacco's he's a got good, He's a good streamer this week. Good floor play, yeah. Woo. Mm. Joe Flacco. Here I know, I know. It's, I love it. It's a little it's a little out there. It's a little controversial. I like it He's though. He's been playing well. Yeah, a little man. Controversial. I like it. Alex Gilhart, <laughs> what do you got? I uh he might not be a sleeper as much because I feel like I've ta- tried to talk about him a bunch and have written him up in a few places, including a couple weeks ago the season saving moves. But yeah. like Blake Bortles, man, he's got he's got a phenomenal schedule the rest of the playoffs this week this and next. Hundred percent. Like if you get out of the fantasy bubble, hundred oh, yeah. percent. Give me a break. Sleeper. This is a sleeper. But I'm dead serious. Like Blake Bortles could be. We've had this a, a number of times throughout the years. I know the Kirk Cousins season a couple years ago where he was just a monster during the fantasy playoffs. But he has he's been playing really well. He's had 16 plus fantasy points in six of his last seven games. Crazy. Uh, over his last four, he's the QB six right now. He just he's thrown four touchdowns and no interceptions in his last two. Amazing. Uh, he's got Houston, who's just been ravi- injury ravaged. Yeah. Uh, Jacksonville is a huge home favorite over them. And the next week, he's got San Francisco, who has some issues in the secondary as well. So I just think Bortles, everything's lining up for him to stay kind of hot and uh, just cruise into the playoffs with his team. God, the one thing I worry about is if they get up big, do they just run and run and run? That's the one thing I would be worried about because uh, we saw that play out uh, early in the year, right, yeah. uh, when the season first started and, and uh, Leonard Fournette was healthy. I, I mean, they were just pounding that ball into the dirt. I think the nice thing is, though, they've unlocked some new passing game potential That's with the emergence true. of D.D. Westbrook and Keelan Cole because like, they crazy. lost Allen Robinson right away and then Marquise Lee was getting pummeled with targets, but right. there wasn't a lot going on outside of that. And now they've got – a new deep threat, and they've got uh, you know possession receiver, and it's it's all it's all working well. Um, for reals, Didi Westbrook's a good player. Yes, you know what I mean. Tons of targets the last like four, three or four games. I don't hate it. All right, who do you want to see play in this year's 2018 Pro Bowl game in Orlando? Visit- Bruce Ellington. <laughs> Bruce Bowl. The dream is dead, guys. Come on. Yeah, Visit NFL.com slash Pro Bowl vote and vote today. You can also learn more about how to get tickets to see NFL greats compete live and inspire the great, the next generation of stars and fans. All right, let's get to MDG Most Damn Games. You can find the entire write-up at NFL.com slash Fantasy Matchups. It should be up uh, later this afternoon-ish. 
Uh, yeah, this afternoon. It'll be up this afternoon. Okay. Uh, NFL.com slash fantasy matchups. Let's start with those Saturday games, shall we? Again, there are Saturday games. Set your damn lineups. Chicago at Detroit in the Dome. French, what you got? I think Jordan Howard and Tariq Cohen are both in play here. Uh, the Lions give up the most fantasy points per game to running backs over the last four weeks, and they're third worst against running backs on the entire season. Uh, so obviously we know Chicago wants to run the ball. I think Tariq Cohen's a nice flex play. We actually – We'll talk about Tariq Cohen uh, in our Fantasy Hipsters segment tomorrow hey on Fantasy Live. So Two segments this week. Two, Two segments. Yeah. One today right. one today, and one tomorrow. Right. Oh, look at that. Uh, but that's it on Chicago side of the ball. I'm not messing with anyone in that passing core. Uh, Matthew Stafford is like, like, I don't know. I think I have him outside my top ten. He's like a, I want to say high-end QB2 for me. Okay. I, he had like 388 passing yards last week, I think, but only through one touchdown. Yeah, I mean, it was good, but it's just hard to uh, – Chicago's also been pretty tough against uh, opposing quarterbacks this, this year. I think they're eighth best uh, in terms of limiting quarterbacks. So Stafford, I mean, you know, there's a lot of bad quarterbacks out there. So if you got to sure. roll with Stafford, I don't hate it, but I'm not too encouraged by it. And then Marvin Jones and Golden Tate, I mean, I'd probably start Golden Tate in a PPR, but – I don't know about Marvin Jones. Is that right? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think you got to roll with Jones. <sighs> I'm I'm sticking with him. Yeah, me too. I'm I not just, chasing. I, I just never know with these Detroit pass catchers, man. I hear you. Like last week, it was Eric Ebron popped up for like yeah. 11 ten, targets, 10 catches. You're like what? Yeah. What are you doing? It's uh, and Tate Tate scored a touchdown last yeah. week. It's just like I mean, e Ebron's game was a clear outlier. He had 10 catches for 94 yards, and in the previous three games, he'd had 12 for 121. I, I guess I, it's possible too that they wanted to keep the passing game short because yeah, of uh, yeah, because yeah. of the injured hand for Matt Stafford. True. I wonder if they if, if he's a little bit healthier if they open it back up again. Right. So it's, and if that's if that's the case, then it's Marvin. Jones. It's just hard for me to feel confident, but like I understand why you want to yeah. play them. But yeah, also yeah. they have no run game, so they're yeah. just going to be passing the whole time. There it is. You hit it right on the head. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. So there you go. It's LCH at KC. They're in Arrowhead. Gelhar, what do you got? Uh, well, I think for uh, – let's start with the Chiefs because this will be quicker. I already said don't want to start Alex Smith. I mean, Kareem Hunt popped back up in a good spot last week. Yeah. Uh, but the Chargers are tough. They've allowed the 10th fewest rushing yards over the last four weeks with only two touchdowns allowed. So the volume will be there for Hunt likely. But I could just see this being another one of his 66, whatever, total yard oh. games and being uh, very scary. Oh. We're starting Tyreek Hill. I mean, he's, he's kind of – you know, we know he can really go off in your lineup. He might – get erased in this game, but I, I'm going down with his upside. And then Travis Kelsey was this close to having an epic fantasy game last week. He's, oh, my God. He was this close start. three times. I know. It was I crazy. Know. <laughs> and he still posted a solid line. I think it was, what, like 70-some yards last week? And, it was okay. And a couple yeah. almost touchdowns. It was okay. At it the could have just been like a total – yeah, it, know, it could have been a could have been a Trey Burton game, <laughs> but it but instead it was just I mean he still finishes the tight end thirteen in standard, so yeah, I got you. probably a little higher in PPR. All right. As for the Chargers, I mean it's pretty much all hands on deck here. The only person yeah, I buddy. wouldn't start is uh, Austin Eckler and maybe the ancillary wide receivers because who knows if it's going to be a Travis Benjamin or a Tyrell Williams game, but. Yeah. Phillip Rivers is in a great spot. He's been just absolutely cooking. He's averaged 337 yards per game over his last four with eight Amazing. touchdowns and no picks. Amazing. Like It's been fun to also watch it's, him play. It's so man. great. I feel like they talked about this on the ATN pod on their Sunday recap, but like typically in the past few years, this has been when Phillip Rivers has been having to throw the ball like 50 times a game, and his, he looks lost, and his arm isn't what it is. So to see him still cooking right now is awesome. Yeah. Uh, well, he hasn't been on his back nearly as much. You right. Know what I mean? He That's helped too. Yeah, you know? Uh, Melvin Gordon, we're, we're starting him. He's got a ton of volume. His 10 total touchdowns trail only Todd Gurley and Alvin Kamara at the running back position. And he's had uh, only one game this year with fewer than 15 touches. And then I don't need to tell you to start Keenan Allen. Yeah. I shouldn't. Hunter yeah, yeah. Henry, I, I like this matchup for sure. him as well. And then the Chargers defense, man. Chargers D, fired up. Fire straight up. Early Sunday games, Philadelphia at New York. Take it on the Giants. Matt Harmon, what do you got? Yeah, Giants side, kind of easy to say. Just I think, you know, you can maybe play Shepard if you want to, I guess. Uh, you know, the volume should technically be there if he's healthy, but his, health, is, his health has been such a, a hit-or-miss target. Yeah, The guy you're, you're going with is Evan Ingram, obviously, has been a volume play no matter what. Uh, he's playing really well 
lately after having a couple of down games, especially on Thanksgiving. Uh, so we're, we're looking good with that. I don't really want to mess around with like Orleans Darkwa or anything like that. He, like I said, I think on Monday's podcast, he fumbled, and then Wayne Gallman came in, got the majority of the car- or got more carries, and then also saw freaking nine passing targets out of nowhere. Uh, so no thanks on those guys. Uh, on the Eagles side, of course, the big question is, you know, how is Nick Foles going to play? We talked about that a little bit earlier, and I'm still in in this spot, especially because of the defense that they're facing. I'm still confident rolling out Alshon Jeffrey, Zach Ertz, uh, Nelson Aguilar too. I think all those, I think those three guys you can still deploy confidently as you would no matter what. I okay. think I think Foles is a pretty solid streamer. We know he likes to go deep. Uh, we've seen him. I mean, we've seen him be viable at the NFL level before. This is not a situation where you're going from like Deshaun Watson to Tom Savage. Yeah. This is this is a situation where you can stay afloat. Uh, the issue to me more is just in the backfield where I still don't really have. A, I know Ajayi has been getting more work, but I still don't really have much confidence. And with the fact that they are getting a quarterback downgrade, that does downgrade the backfield in terms of scoring chances and everything like that. So those guys, I still would feel are still feel are really dicey plays. It's but, a, yes. Do you think? that the Eagles lean more on the run game against a defense like the Giants? I think it just – I think that, they who, can. Who, they, gives, who Just to kind of keep Foles from I guess, making mistakes and just loading up their backfield with touches and hope they just – the Giants are the second-worst run defense in the league. So. But potentially, I just always feel like that's a thing that's said, but I don't know if it ever really bears you know, out. Bears out. Uh, in terms, but it's definitely it's definitely a possibility. Sure. I think it's definitely a possibility, mostly because I don't think the Giants can score. I mean, Philadelphia. Right. We talked about Philadelphia's offense all day long, but Philadelphia's defense is awesome. Is really good. Yeah. I just don't see how the Giants put up points right. in yeah. this game, right? So, and if that's the case, I think they'll be. I think Doug Peterson will be more than comfortable handing the ball off to Legarrette Blunt and Jay Ajayi. Right. I, I I hear you, franchise. I think in this particular game, yes, I think they will lean on the run game. I think it has more. It, those things have more to do. Again, with game script than they do with like. Well, but if Carson Wentz was in this game, I don't. It's they're still tossing it. You know what I mean? Because well, I guess, no, I, I don't know. I mean, I I would think they they're they're pretty willing to go into the shell and be conservative. But we're we're getting into like nah. conjecture and whatever. Exactly. Uh, Arizona at Washington, taking on the Redskins. Adrian Peterson neck sounds like he's just about done for the year, man. I mean, yeah. There's no definitive concrete reports as to whether or not he's going to play the rest of the year, but. Uh, it doesn't sound hopeful, but uh, but anyways, AP sounds like he might be done for the year. We shall see. Anyways, uh, Matt Franchise, what do you got in this game? I think the only players you can really think about on the Arizona side are Larry Fitzgerald uh, and Kerwin Williams. And Yikes. if you play Kerwin Williams, you're hoping for a touchdown. And if you don't get a touchdown from him, you're going to get six fantasy points probably because he'll get you like 60 yards. I kind of think this is a good spot for him, though. Uh, yeah? yeah? Yeah. Well, I mean, they've uh, – hold on. Let me find where I had it in here. He's averaged 4.7 yards per carry. And over the last four weeks, the Washington defense has allowed the most rushing yards to opposing backs with five total touchdowns. Fair you're enough. Just, you're banking on a touchdown. I mean, yeah, it's he's not. It's like not a disastrous flex play though. If he's gonna get he get you the like volume. 70, 80 yards, he's had plenty of touches, and it's it's a decent matchup. And right. I I think we're done with Ricky Seals Jones as a thing. <laughs> RSJ, uh, no Blaine Gabbert, you All know. Right. And then on the Washington side, we talked kind of about Kirk Cousins in the passing game, the running backs. My goodness. So P Ryan left uh, the game early with an illness, I believe, last week. He wasn't performing well anyway. And then Byron Marshall, Marshall landed yeah. on IR this yeah. week. I think it was a hamstring injury. He was the pass-catching guy behind P. Ryan, so yeah. he's gone. So they added Capri Bibbs, What? I think, off the street. They added oh, Capri- man. Bibbs, yeah, yeah. back in our life. I, I feel like he'll probably <laughs> play the role of the pass-catching back if, if they need that guy. What, what a time to be alive. Uh, and then Lush- they also have LaShun Daniels, who I don't think is – you know, none of these guys are not options. even sure that's a real person. None of these guys are options, but P Ryan, but I still don't like it. It's not a great matchup. Ugh, what Amazing. a, what a mess. Uh, it's the New York jets in the big easy taking on the saints. Kamara says Alvin Kamara says he's good to go after a concussion last week. So fire him up. Alex Gilhart, what do you got in this game? We have now actually reached the point of the year where we can say hashtag never jets with Bryce Petty <laughs> on the center. The only player I would even yeah. kind of consider is Robbie Anderson, depending on his health, because Bryce Petty pummeled him with targets last year. Would you say Harmony had like 60? 50.3% of Bryce Petty's intended air yards last year. That's Wowzers. outrageous. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, but you have to watch because he has he had a hamstring injury. He left that game last week early, and like that's gonna be it's gonna be real dicey. 
uh, starting a guy on what's probably going to be a horrific offense with a hamstring injury. All right. Uh, so that's that's that. And then on the Saints side, I mean, there's really not much we need to say here. Yeah. It's a pretty concentrated offense. You start yep. in the running backs. You start in Michael Thomas. And that's that. And their defense. Their defense is going to oh be one God. of the best plays of the week 100%. at home. Yeah, I'm so mad because in my league of record, we do every day waiver budget things. So oh, instead okay. of waivers starting, you know, coming Tuesday night into Wednesday. You can do them right, right away Monday night, and I forgot to put in for the Saints defense, and the guy I'm playing in the playoffs picked him up against me. So smart. I was so mad. I'm playing them against you in the writers-producers league too. Damn it. Yeah, well, you, you had you had, you had had way more fab budget than I had than so me. much fab to, to spend. It's all great. the fab. Saved all my all fab. All the fab, baby. Uh, Houston <laughs> taking on Jacksonville in Jacksonville. Leonard Fournette dealing with a quad injury now. He missed practice on Wednesday. He had ah. formerly been dealing with an ankle injury. Don't know his status as of yet, but – I don't know. It doesn't sound that serious, so we'll keep a close eye on that. Matt Harmon, what do you got? Yeah, I think Fournette is just going to be one of those guys like for the rest of this year and probably like the rest of his career where he just has these like annoying injuries bumps and pop bruises, up. Yeah. yeah, like bumps and bruises and oh, he's on the injury report. Do we need to worry about it blah 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 blah, but I'm not I'm not too concerned. I think you I know he's been kind of frustrating in fantasy. Uh he's been up and down, he's been hurt whatever, but I think you roll him out there. And not to mention the Texans defense. Uh, has really started to fall apart, uh, along with their past defense that fell apart long ago. They've allowed 139, 198, 102 rushing yards the last three games. So I think you can confidently roll Fournette out there. Yep. Uh, the big matchup in this game is, of course, DeAndre Hopkins against the uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars secondary. Wow. I mean, you're rolling Hopkins out there no matter what because he's just been getting – you know, an outrageous amount of volume, targets, air yards, the lot. Like you're Is this not going to be a two reception on 15 targets type day. No, so but if you look at the if you look at the history of uh, DeAndre Hopkins versus Jalen Ramsey over three games, 29 targets, 14 catches, 129 yards. Uh, so they didn't really obviously like in week one they didn't shadow him much yeah. uh, with Jalen Ramsey because they have two great corners. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins is one of the best receivers working the boundary. Jalen Ramsey is one of the best cornerbacks defending along the boundary. Mm. Again, I wrote about this in NGS if you want to check it out there. But it's just – What a matchup. It's, it's going to be, a, it's gonna be a, a fun one to watch. And these two guys already don't like each other much. So right. it could be really interesting in that regard. But I Does th- anyone I mean, like Jalen Ramsey? Jalen Ramsey. Te- his teammates. <laughs> yeah, his, the people that are on his team, Jaguars fans. Like, I love Jalen no, Ramsey, but I mean, like, no, but I'm saying people like, that have to play against him. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I imagine he's like a very grating human being to be around <laughs> when he's on the opposing team. I said, I just love the swagger that team has right now. It's so fun. Oh, yes, it's man. very fun. Uh, so I don't know. This is it's going to be a tough spot, and it doesn't help that I mean, TJ Yates back there. Uh, not, not going to help matters either, but I think you, I mean, you obviously have, you obviously have to play Hopkins. Like you don't have a choice, and it's the correct move to play him. But it's going to be a tough spot. You rolling out Lamar Miller? No, no. we're not. If I can help it. All right, there you go. It's the <laughs> it's the L.A. Rams taking on Seattle. We talked about the quarterback matchup, but Robert Woods mm-hmm. is set to make his return. For those of you who own Cooper Cup, Matt franchise, what do you got in this game? Uh, I think Robert Woods, you can plug him in as like a low end flex play. He kind of he when he got injured, he was like on fire with Jared fire. Goff. He had like a couple huge games there. I think they plug him back in and try to get him the ball early. Uh, so you know, I like his I like his upside, but you never know coming off like I think it was a shoulder injury. Yeah, yeah shoulder injury. Been out for like three weeks, but he was close to coming back last week, and they were right. just cautious with yep. it. So I kind of like Woods. I think you can plug him back into your lineup. Obviously, Cup kind of takes a volume step back, but I think Big he's one. still a PPR flex. Interesting. Uh, the one guy I think who suffers the most would be Sammy Watkins, and I think the Seahawks really try to shut him down. I think he had four targets and zero catches against them uh, in their game earlier in the season. Woof. Todd Gurley's a must play. Yeah. Uh, Russell Wilson's a must play. Uh, and the Rams lost Kayvon Webster to an Achilles tear. He's a starting cornerback, so – that could mean more, you know, open windows for Wilson to get the ball to guys like Doug Baldwin. All three, Doug Baldwin, Tyler Lockett, Paul Richardson scored touchdowns last week. I don't think that's going to happen again. Uh, you know, if you're taking a shot in a DFS, maybe you go for Tyler Lockett or Paul Richardson. It's just kind of hard to, like, rely on their variance. Right. Um, and then Mike Davis popped up this week with a rib injury. Uh, but he should be okay, and I kind of like him as a, a low on flex against the Rams' run defense, which is a little bit great. of a sleeper. Yeah, a little bit of a sleeper. I like it. He's getting a volume. Tennessee at San Francisco. They're in the yay. Alex Galhart, what do you got? Boy, what a game we have here. Uh, 
I think we've come on. I think it's a pretty simple one. Like it's I don't, Jimmy G, baby. I know. I'm I'm excited for Jimmy G in that offense. I like Marquise Goodwin this week. Uh, I I don't I don't mind Carlos Hyde on the Titans side though. Like, does anybody really want to go down? With the Titans and their starting fantasy lineups in Week 15 in the you know, fantasy playoffs, you know it's funny. I've been I've been debating. I I just have this crazy feeling they're going to feed Derrick Henry in this game enough touches. I should say. I, let me let me backtrack. They're going to feed him enough touches that he will be fantasy relevant. I, no, no, I, I okay, can't. Man. I can't no, get man. in on being, it. What, being, what being met with blank stares? What, like, what you that indication? It's just, just some other. What, did you get a tarot reading or something? And like, <laughs> you think it's in the cards? You spend too much time in traffic. Oh, maybe. <laughs> Why would you expect maybe. the Titans to do the right thing? He's just know. daydreaming in traffic, yes. like, oh wow, Derrick Henry yeah, actually going to get touches. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. I it's been unbelievable how much better he's looked than DeMarco Murray, though, but it doesn't matter. Um, I mean, you can maybe start Delaney Walker. This could be maybe a game where Richard Matthews comes back. He was healthy now. He was one of Mariota's favorite targets earlier in the year. Yeah. He doesn't have to face Patrick Peterson this week, which is great. So I also I, I guess I do, do want to say as well, San Francisco's defense, I know they've been you know ripped apart, whatever it might be, but I actually think now that Jimmy G's back there and they have a functional offense that, that can move the ball and keep the defense off the field a little bit, mm. it's uh, normalized their defense a little bit. So they're not quite as terrible as advertised. That's yeah. just – I just – you know, before it was, oh, San Francisco's on docket, yeah, oh, right. fire up everybody. You know what I mean? I just think it's not quite that level now. Right. Agreed. They're still bad. They're Agreed. just not that level. They might have a little more time of possession on their side. Right. That's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. But other than that, I don't know what else to say about this Sunday game. night football, Dallas at Oakland. Amari Cooper, ankle, has yet to practice. We'll keep an eye on those practice reports. But um, initial reports are that it's not looking great for Amari Cooper, who, again, maybe have, maybe came back from his injury, ankle injury, a little bit too soon, re-aggravated it in week uh, 14. Are we in week 14? We're in week 15. 15. So he re-aggravated in week 14. Matt Harmon, what do you got? Doubt Cooper plays. Cooper just. God, talk about a guy who like just needs the year to end. Yeah, like, just get to 2018. Yeah, yeah just yeah. get to 2018. Yeah, exactly. Amari, like whatever. Um, yeah, not really, not interested in Derek Carr. I mean, you know, you can you can roll out Crabtree for something of a floor, but that's pretty much it. I don't. I mean, Jared Cook is a boomer bust tight end play. We've seen him completely disappear recently. We saw him pop back up last week. Mm-hmm. Thus is the life of Jared Cook. Yeah, yeah. that is that like. Shame on us uh, for like ever assuming that at some point this year, like like there there were times where it looked like oh Jared Cook like might oh, be like a legit every week option, <laughs> right? <laughs> Not happening. And like by the fifth team or whatever he's on by now, we should have learned that lesson. Yeah, right. Um, on the on the other side in the Raiders backfield, we have Marshawn Lynch, who you noted this co many weeks ago, and I disagreed with you, but now it's really borne out. Like. <laughs> He is heating up as the year is going on. Unfortunately, like he averaged uh, 3.6 yards gained after close in the first six weeks of the season. Since he returned from that Week 8 suspension, he averages 4.22. Which so is, is much, much good. better. Much, much yeah. better. So that's good. He's definitely looking better. The problem is they just get bumped off game script uh, so often that they can't feed him like the, like last week uh, right. because the Raiders suck. Like The Raiders <laughs> are a really bad team. Their quarterback <laughs> is playing really poorly. Um, and I don't really expect that to change, uh, yeah. even though Dallas doesn't present a huge matchup. Uh, Sean Lee was back last week, and he's one of the most important uh, defenders in Indeed. the NFL. Uh, Dallas allows just 4.6 yards per play when he is on the field compared to over six when he is not. That is so a big difference. A big difference. I mean, the rushing yards allowed, it's almost, it's almost double. Yeah, uh, when Sean Lee is off the field. So, yeah, he's the linchpin of that defense, no question. So, and then on the Cowboys side, I think you can trust uh, – I think you can use both of these backs. Uh, we saw Rod Smith obviously have a massive game as a receiver last week. Yep. That should be in play again against the Raiders. I mean, he's a more risky sort of flex play than Alfred Morris, who I think is more locked in. Yeah, he doesn't get the touches. No, he doesn't. But I think the upside is there if you need sort of just a straight ceiling shot or you're light on running back options. I think you can feel okay about Smith. Um, and I think this should be another big Dak game. And, I, you know, we kind of know what we're getting with Dez at this point. He's probably yeah. not going to hit 100 yards. It hasn't happened all year. Uh, but uh, he can give you something. Bold prediction. Dez gets to 100 this yards. This is it. This is the week. It could be. Uh, the Raiders are bad. Yeah, I know. Uh, Monday Night Football. It's Atlanta taking on Tampa Bay. Matt Franchise, what do you got? Uh, yep. So last time these two teams met was Julio Jones's like, 212. I forget. It was some, some kind of crazy game. Yeah. He went off. Uh, Tampa Bay is one of the worst teams in limiting wide receivers. Just one of uh, the worst teams, period. One of the worst defenses in the league. Yep. But even with that huge blow-up game from Julio Jones, Matt Ryan still only threw one touchdown pass and had like 16 fantasy points 
and was like a mid like a, a mid range QB two. Hmm. Which kind of concerns me about Matt Ryan. He has not been a great fantasy quarterback. He has not. So I think you you definitely are starting Julio Jones. It's obvious. You're starting Devonta Freeman. Uh, Tevin Coleman, I think, is still in concussion protocol. I just don't know if you can rely on Matt Ryan. As, All right. as good as this matchup is. All right, there you go. And then, uh, you know, the Bucks lost Gerald McCoy, too, to a torn bicep. Oh, so, so that's brutal. an even bigger dent in that defense. Yeah. Winston, maybe a streamer. Like, he's not a great real-life quarterback, but if they get down and it's a script where he's passing a lot, I can see him throwing two touchdowns, 250 yards, and two picks or Could something like that. Sure. I like O.J. Howard as a streamer this week. Do uh, you? Cameron Brait kind of disappeared last week. Yeah. And O.J. Howard's been getting more run uh, for the Bucks. Uh I don't think you can roll with anyone in the Tampa Bay backfield. Nope. And Mike Evans is—he's been sinking fantasy lines for been weeks. So bad. Uh, even in a matchup oh. where where Winston's going to be throwing a lot, I mean, <sighs> hello, darkness, my old friend. You probably got to start Evans just because, like, Harmon has a point to me. Bold prediction: This is this is a big Evans week. This is the this week. Is the week. <laughs> it would it would be the week. It, this is the week. It's just oh like, oh man, God. come on, Mike Evans. He hasn't scored since week seven, it's I think. So. Everything everything about him, you know, he has the volume profile of a receiver that should be that should be producing a lot more than seven hundred sixty three <laughs> yards and four touchdowns. Um, God, it's, it's just so it's just it's just a lot. I think a, people have asked me what's going on with Evans. I think it's just like a lot of his quarterback play. Yes. James Winston's not Winston's poor. not good. And he's he's his passer rating when throwing to tight windows thirty seven point six ranks thirty second out of forty three quarterbacks with seventy or more pass attempts. It's not great, Bob. It's a razor razor thin margin of error. And this just goes to show, like you know, volume is is everything. Uh, Evans had forty two point seven percent of uh, wins of the team's intended air yards last year, and like he's still at twenty eight point nine percent, which is which is fine. It leads the team, but that's just it's a big drop off. It, yeah. it creates a razor thin margin for error, and there's no quarterback worse than walk, walking that razor thin margin right now than James Winston. I mean, doesn't it also kind of point to the fact that when you use air yards with targets? that you get a pretty complete picture yes. of predictive analysis anyways of what a wide receiver might do. You know, because he's seeing the targets, but he's not seeing nearly as many air yards as he was yeah. last year. And, and when you combine those two things together, that's why we've yeah. been pounding on that um, this particular season. Right, because Jackson's like right behind – like Evans leads the team, but Jackson's right behind him. And losing all that air yards volume is a, is a pretty – substantial deal yeah it's interesting to me because i think coming into the season we said ah it's not going to impact mike evans if anything it might raise his ceiling because you know defenses have to play off of him a yeah. little bit but overall air yards has just been gone down so much it's just i don't know this offense is dirt cutter what happened to this team it's just it doesn't make sense i mean you look at all the pieces whatever we're going down this rabbit hole forget it uh go to the but website I think, I think this is the week for him this just, is the week. just because of the <laughs> just because the volume is mostly there i painted a pretty dark picture but he's eventually going to have a game like i would it, I don't know if I'm not going to say he's going to go out and have like his best game of the season, but I think he has a usable fantasy game, and if I had him, I would play him. There you go. There you go. Uh, go to the website if you want more info on Green Bay at Carolina, Cincinnati at Minnesota, Baltimore at Cleveland, Miami at Buffalo, and the Patriots at Pittsburgh. All right, let's close out your show with a round of daily daps. 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 Alex Gilhar kicks off. So uh, I'm going to keep it light and brief here, but my friend uh, sent us a link in this group chat of uh, somebody had a predictive software write a new Harry Potter chapter. Oh, nice. So it's for the book. The book. The, I don't know if it wrote a whole book or this is just the chapter they did, but it was for Harry Potter and the portrait of what looked like a large pile of ash. <laughs> it's hilarious. I'll tweet out the whole link because it's like, like it. a chapter. It's like four and a half pages. It's a very breezy read. But just to give you guys a sampling of how this predictive software spit stuff out for this uh, book, I'm going to read you two brief paragraphs. The Great Hall was filled with incredible moaning chandeliers and a large librarian who had decorated the sinks with books about masonry. Mountains of mice exploded. Several long pumpkins fell out of McGonagall. Dumbledore's <laughs> hair scooted next to Hermione as Dumbledore arrived at school. The pig of Hufflepuff pulsed with like a large bullfrog. Dumbledore smiled at it and placed his hand on its head. You are Hagrid now. Wow. <laughs> It's oh, hilarious. Oh, a robot could write those books. Apparently. I guess so. I guess so. So I'll tweet out the link, but everybody should read it. It's it's a really good laugh because uh, like all the all the characters pop up. And it's love it. just super funny. I absolutely love it. I will daily daps. Uh, I finally got around to listening to Macklemore's new album, Gemini. Oh my God, what a great listen, man! Uh, if you're a hip hop fan, I love it. It's uh, cool. I think Macklemore has definitely stepped up his game in terms of uh, lyrics, in terms of 
I just, I just overall, just his, just his entire game. Uh, it's a, it's a much more relevant feel as well. So uh, he changed up his style a little bit. Um, but yeah, man, it's, it's good. It, it feels really relevant, and yet it still feels very Macklemore. Um, it's a great album, and I'm, and I'm a guy that's not a huge Macklemore fan. Um, so I kind of came into it, listening to it, kind of not expecting great things, but walked away being blown away. So I was, uh, I really, really liked Macklemore's new album, Gemini. I think it came out last month, but finally got around to listening to it. Um, uh, it's a great listen. So if you're a hip hop head, give it a full listen. It, it's the, it's, I'll say this. He already has a couple of radio hits, but it's his, um, you know, off the cuff things. What am I trying to go for here? It's the the stuff that's not on the radio right now that I really enjoyed. So there you go. Top 40, Co. Hey, there you go. Matt Franchise, <laughs> what do you got? Uh, I'm going to daily daps the meteor shower that happened last night. Oh. Because I've never witnessed one of these. It's the Geminid. Geminid? Gemini. Geminid. Gem- Geminid. Geminid. Okay. Right. Yeah, nice hey. segue, yeah, right? There you go. Uh, so basically, the Earth is passing through a uh, asteroid dust field or whatever. It happens every December, and last night was like the best night for it, and the moon was like in crescent phase, so it wasn't blocking out the light in the sky. Oh, great! And I went out on my my balcony at like maybe 11 p.m. and I saw like five or six meteors in about really? 15 minutes, and it was so cool. They were so bright and big, and couldn't even miss in it. Hollywood, you just went yes, out. I was I like, I thought well, you drove somewhere. No, no, right on my porch in Hollywood. I was like, we're not gonna see anything. Yeah. And as soon as we stepped out, there was like a huge one, and Whoa. they're so you can't. They're That's so neat. bright. I didn't know that. So uh, I like you know I like uh, outer space type things, yeah. and it was it was really cool to see. So and baby, Matt yeah. Harmon, close the show. Well, guys. Charlie is four years old. Okay. Happy daily, birthday, daily Charlie. Daily daps to Charlie, four years old. <laughs> what a what an incredible life journey he has had. You're, uh, you're, you're Charlie's uh, a little bit just about the same age as, uh, as my kid. Yeah, unbelievable, okay. right? Oh, your children are the yeah. same age. We, yeah. BSP. A yeah. couple of dads talking to us. A couple of dads. Yeah. No, but pretty pretty cool. Uh, it's so, you know, he's, he's obviously the only good part of my life oh, okay <laughs> the rest of you guys suck Jeez. uh so uh he's uh no 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 but but happy birthday to chuck uh he's, he's the best dog in the world uh you know and you can spare me your ats all right there you go oh man what a great show that's the show for today for matt franchise for matt Harmon, and alex gellhart and producer chris but we're we, we're even more bootleg today because we have the backup secondary set for producing this podcast from the closet with only four closet. mics. So poor, a, poor Chris has just been sitting actually, here in silence as we've been BSing for the last talking hour. Talking to a talk boy. Chris, if you want to yell real loud, maybe, maybe a mic will pick you up oh, here. Oh, man. We got producer Chris in the building. Couldn't get him on the air because he doesn't have a mic. So, yes, we are. We're going bootleg. We're going underground. We're Rebel, Rebel Radio. So here you go. Anyways, um, listen, man. It's the fantasy playoffs. Good luck out there. But set your yeah. lineups. Set your lineups. Saturday. Good luck out Saturday, there, man. Saturday, I know it, it is the most stressful time of year because, my God, Dude. nobody cares more about fantasy than they do right now. so stressful. It is amazing. <laughs> Everyone's freaking out. Oh, my God. The tilt is real. Yeah. Enjoy your Saturday. Enjoy your Sunday. We'll see you back here Monday. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. 
Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.